What's going on guys? Austin here and in this episode of the Extra Point we are going to be taking a look at the AFC East, specifically the New York Football Jets. So the first note that I have for the Jets is they need to help their offensive line. Uh, they've got a pretty decent guard in Elijah Vera Tucker and a really high upside left tackle in Mekhi Becton. So filling out the holes, solidifying spots, making sure players know what their position is is going to be important. They grabbed Lake and Tomlinson, who I'm sure Robert Sala is pretty familiar with because he just came from San Francisco as a free agent on a three-year $40 million deal, which that's a pretty good deal for Lakin. Um, you know, 13.3 repeating uh, average on that contract with I think it was about $30 million guaranteed. So uh, a good deal for a nice veteran guard who is pretty much in the middle of his prime. Uh, the notes I also have is they're going to want to grab a wide receiver too because I think that I think that Elijah Moore is a solid wide receiver one, but Corey Davis, I don't know if he can be the type of wide receiver two to, to Elijah Moore's wide receiver one, if that makes any sense. I, I think Elijah Moore right now is a lower end WR1 and Corey Davis is a, is a high end WR3. So maybe finding another guy in the middle right there uh, in the draft, that would be a good spot. Uh, because they have such a high pick, they could probably trade out of either the 4 or the 10 spot to move back 4 or 5 spots, grab another 3rd or a 2nd round pick, probably a 2nd round pick as well, and still get the wide receiver that they want. Um, I said they're going to need to target tight end, which they absolutely did. They went and they signed C.J. Uzoma to a three-year deal and Tyler Conklin to a three-year deal. Um, C.J. they're paying $8 million a year, and Tyler they're paying $6.75 million a year. So I think they slightly overpaid for Tyler and probably just underpaid a little bit for C.J. I think they got him on a deal, both around a three-year deal. But, you know, they invested $45 million, 40, yeah, $45 million dollars. Uh, into their tight ends over the next three years, which, you know, that's a pretty good position to be in uh, between two players. And so with the rise of Michael Carter and the wide receivers that they have, if they could grab another player uh, at the wide receiver position to really make a difference, you know, I mean, they have, they have Braxton Berrios on the team and they have Denzel Mims. Uh, they let uh, um, Jameson Crowder go in free agency. He signed a one-year, $2 million deal with the Buffalo Bills, which you, you you had to think that they could have done something to either keep him or you know just prevent him from going to Buffalo on a, an absolute steal of a deal. Um, and so that's those are the first two notes that I have, or first three notes, offensive line, wide receiver two, and tight end. And then pretty much just target the defense. I mean, I think that as far as the offense is concerned, they're pretty much set up to a point where, you know, Zach Wilson's either going to pass or fail. Um, and I am not a believer in Zach Wilson. I hope, you know, for the Jets that he does well. But there's not a lot left on this roster besides that wide receiver, uh, you know, getting like a, a push, a nice boost up in the wide receiver room. So there's not a lot left. And so I think there needs to be a lot of defensive effort being taken right now to get this team uh, to where it wants to be. So they grabbed safety Jordan Whitehead and safety DJ Reed in free agency from 
Tampa Bay and Seattle, respectively. Both guys are uh, like 25 years old, or they're going to be 25 when the season starts. Uh, DJ Reed, they're paying $11 million a year for three years. Jordan, they're paying uh, $7 million a year for two years. So nothing too outlandish here, but they did lose safety Marcus May to the Jet or to the excuse me to the uh, Saints who Marcus May is probably better than both of those guys and it's going to be really interesting to see uh you know what they do to replace him defensively. Uh right now CJ Mosley is taking up a large cap hit. I mean he absolutely fleeced the New York Jets several years ago when he signed that massive contract and he's played like 5 games since and I mean the games he has played he hasn't been very good uh, where the Jets have you know like I said their offense is pretty set up for them so that's good um, there are three million over the cap right now which isn't great but that, I mean that could literally just be one you know one deal turning some guaranteed dollars into a signing bonus um, so that's no problem but then where they're really going to knock out this season is their draft they have 10 draft picks, all in the first five rounds. They've got picks 4 and 10 in the first round, 35 and 38 in the second round. Those are two high second round picks. Then they've got pick 69, the nicest pick in the draft in round three. They've got three fourth round picks and two fifth round picks. So in total, they've got five picks in the top 100. Two more picks at 109 and 111, and another at 117, real close to that top 100 mark. And then their last two picks are 146 and 163. It's just These are just amazing spots to be in if you're the Jets. Like I said, you probably draft best player available at four, whether that's you know a Kayvon Thibodeau or an Evan Neal or, you know, Kyle Hamilton, Sauce Gardner, whoever is available right there that you have number one on your board, you probably take him. Then at 10, I would think you could probably trade back to, you know, two, three, four spots. Uh, you know, if there's a team looking to grab a quarterback or, you know, looking to grab a specific player, you could probably, you know, bump back three or four spots, get an extra second round pick, and still end up with that wide receiver that you need to really change the offense for Zach Wilson. Um... But, I mean, I, I am excited to see what this team does, especially with the draft, because, you know, with the addition of Lake and Tomlinson, with the addition of the tight ends, uh, you know, there's not a lot that they need offensively. Their defense is kind of weak, but it's this is the prove-it year, maybe, maybe one year more, but this is really going to be the year where we see if Zach Wilson is going to be a Joe Burrow type of player, like up to that level, or if he's going to be more of a Daniel Jones. Because I would say that both Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow had similar first years, obviously outside of the injury to Joe Burrow. Um, but then after that, it's like, okay, well, one of these guys took off and one of these guys did not. The Giants invested a lot of money into their offense, and Daniel Jones did nothing with it. The Cincinnati Bengals invested a lot of money into their offense, specifically their weapons, and Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl. So what can Zach Wilson do with what he's been given is the question for the Jets fan base. You're going to be looking to see if he's the guy. If he can't produce uh, some high-scoring offenses, some long drives, 
you know, some game-winning drives, things like that. Maybe a couple more wins, but still some of that's going to be on the defense. If he can't produce that, then you know early on he's not your guy. But then again, what do I know? I'm just a guy. Austin Greeno for the extra point.